I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make your move, your hips, what's up and gin girl. Make your bounce, your tits like it's a jig girl. And it feels so good. Thank you for being patient. And I hope you enjoyed um, the bonus episode that we put out this week. It was with Fiona and Sarah, our good pals. And it was an episode of X Gals. We thought, what better way to give you guys a little insight in what goes on over on X Gals. And to be honest, that was the most tame episode on there. So if you, I mean, we're all in lockdown, as we all know, five or a month girls, five or a month girls, get on over and sign up. It's a fucking fiver. Patreon.com. Yeah, little, little five euro. Five euro. Patreon.com forward slash it girls podcast. We've had really cool people on um, at the start of the month. We uh, First of January, we kicked it all off with a woman called Annabelle Knight, who was so f- interesting. She uh, works for a company called Climax, which is all about pleasure, uh, female pleasure, how to have orgasms. But she's also a relationship coach and she gave some really good tips um, on like relationships, how to communicate in them, spicing up your sex life. We wanted to do that a lot with um, X Girls just before Christmas. Christmas because what's Christmas without a cum you know that's just <laughs> I always say it I always say it so I have very much been like we got people on as well that we want to learn from we had Jenny Keen on who was who is an orgasm expert and we learned that was like uh wow like getting her on and the dialogue that she gave and just I was mind blown yeah that and I have amazing. been having Multiple orgasms. Yeah, thank so you. Thank that you so work. much. Had a few last night. You must know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was actually. And have too- you had them before? Because I never had. Like, um, what the fuck? Sometimes, but I think they were always kind of came by chance. But now that Jenny Keane actually gave us a few tips, and also she gave us, she hosted her orgasm masterclass last month. Let us know if you'd like her on it, girls, because we want to get her on, I think, for maybe some astrology shit. But we also spilled the tea, Lindsay, last week. Girls, look, y'all know I got a rock in my finger. Y'all know, Lindsay. <laughs> We had a bit of drama before Christmas. Lindsay got a diagnosis. We had, I mean, we both were in having fucking swabs up our nose. To find out the DM that, that's also an ex gals yeah. We have, we just, we we divulged. We hadn't recorded in like three weeks and so much shit had happened. So we, that was our first episode of- And I was in ISO. Yes. I had no one to talk to. It was Literally. like one hour, 40 minutes that we recorded when Zoom I was- Nation. Um, yeah, Zoomed it up. Um, but yeah, that is also where like, you know, when we started It Gals, we were- divulging more of our kind of personal lives on here and then it just got too kind of big yeah <laughs> so that's our little secret club where if you're a super fan you can go and that's where you can kind of 
touch base with the gals and where we yeah. kind of spill a little bit more personal shit um, on there. And it's a good time. Sign up at the start of the month is just the best time. You can t- sign up whenever. We're going to be doing our usual monthly ex-gals live stream on the 19th, which is next Tuesday, I believe. So sign up before then. And speaking of live streams, I do just want to shout out because we haven't recorded since our Christmas Crackers live stream. How fun was that? Like, that oh was. my God, that was... So Can fun. you remember the um, people, the amount of people that we had listening? Oh my god! Well, I, it, it, it was like it was the hours. So, Killian, Killian, quote me, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure cumulatively we had a hundred and seventy thousand hours watched, which is I don't even understand that. I don't, but, but I like it. That I'm just letting y'all know. And um, Killian was dabbing all over my living room after it. And yeah. He was like, "That was the most highest viewed one I've ever worked yeah. on." And yes, I am fucking flexing, but it was so fun to work with Killian. So we're hopefully going to be doing more of those. Um, yeah, we're tentatively for- working on one. For that's coming months. soon yeah because it was just like so cool to have it in 4k and it was so wild being in, in my living room so being like fun. we are broadcasting live it was so the call-ins from x gals yes. were also like that element was so fun and like the shout Discord. out shout out to the 17 gals who had a party yeah. um <clears throat> socially distanced of course <laughs> they had a party and they rang us in and it was just so fun we, like i met one of them the other day yeah you were was, saying and it was just oh that's where like they've made friends i think that is one of the best things about x gals that yeah. it's actually a space where you can meet meet like-minded people make friends like they have a bunch of a whole group yeah and when we hopefully get back doing shows that's the place where you can kind of converse with people if mm. you you know you just it's a great place to like if you are an ex-gal you're gonna get along so um um also i do just want to say thank you to every single person who donated to the live stream i was able to transfer over five thousand euro to the dublin rape crisis center yesterday um which was incredible they are so thankful uh like last year we've worked with them consistently we'll be working with them again now they're just such a great charity the money goes to a great cause they're close to our heart all the rest they have uh, educated Lindsay and i so much so we mm-hmm. know the power of their education and uh thank you to everyone who donated some people were donating like a euro and shit that is so fucking generous and we hope to do more um especially i'd love to do that annually at christmas to do a, a charitable live stream because it just made it so much more fun it made it really really great and yeah. we're delighted to have given that money over to them but that's all our kind of like all of our checkup points for the start but, oh, of the app <laughs> one more oh buy our merch fuck us <laughs> Buy our we merchandise. Do, no, we do have some sexy ass merch. Sexy being the opera. Yeah, merch. and I, I took a pen to paper and I drew. Mm. And um, so we have the still sexy merch, which is just launched. I need to buy my shit. I Because we have to actually buy our own merch because it's on Teespring. We're doing yeah. it. This drop is on Teespring. Um, later on in the year, we're going to be bringing out another physical drop, which... Um, that's, just edit. that's just background shit that you don't need to know. Yeah. But yeah, I designed the um, tote bag. We have a still sexy tote bag. Sorry, my sister is FaceTiming me from Spain and I'm working, bitch. That's what you get for moving away. Uh, LOL, JK, miss you, love you. But yeah, still sexy. It's super sexy because like, I just think in lockdown, everyone's wearing sweats. Everyone's wearing hoodies. Yeah. We love our Ickles hoodie. So we wanted to bring out a new fresh hoodie and it says still sexy. They're Jenny really cute. Did the, um, Jenny did the font. Really cute kind of 80s font. Yeah. And it's just so fun to be like. Collaborative effort. Yes. Just so you know, I'm still sexy. I'm still sexy even though I'm wearing oversized. So if you need a new hoodie, I know we always do. It's really hard to actually find a good hoodie these days. Honestly, when I was trying to buy my own one the other week, I was like, what the fuck? They're really good price as well. Hoodies these days are going for like 80, 90 euro. I fucking know. These are 40 quid girls. And if you're an ex-gal or a triple ex-gal, you know your discount codes. They are used for all of our merch all the time. And they're, yeah, they're 
cool because I'm sick of when you go on ASOS and you see something that says like work it bitch on the bad back. bitch energy yeah. oh it's like please <laughs> still sexy there is a thought process behind that <laughs> so go on over okay so right. we're back and you know what last year Linz was such mm-hmm. a shite year for his celeb gossip they were doing fuck all. Randomly, they couldn't keep it under the bag during Christmas. They were blown up all over the place. It was amazing. Thank you so much, celebrities, for finally doing your job and I providing know. us with some much-needed content and gossip. Um, there's nothing like celebrity culture. It's like There's nothing like that element of gossip because it's just so far removed. Yeah. I, that's why Jenny and I love it so much because, you know, it's just like an... Ex- it extends your, like, kind of brain to something that is so far removed from you but that you can randomly be, like semi-involved with yeah it, with your friends and well you stuff. get like updates you don't get too like attached to it like irish influence you're not Ross involved always gets very personal and very mean very mean, <laughs> very mean. irish very people mean. are so mean to other <laughs> irish people <laughs> stop cancelling us <laughs> um but also thanks for the free publicity so let's get into um the show so let's talk about hilaria or formerly known as hillary baldwin so how did she say it? Because it's actually really difficult Ilaria. to say. Ilaria. Oh, Ilaria. 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 So this was something that um, my sister sent me. So there is, um, what is her Tracy, name? Tracy Morris, I believe. Tracy Morris is, um, Tracy Morris is a journalist. And yeah. she has outed celebrities on numerous occasions. She's, She's like an investigative celebrity journalist. So yes. she, in, she, like in, like she looks down the rabbit hole of like, she'll find something fishy. Yeah. And be like, hold on. She'll notice what? something in an interview. Say, for example, she did it with Jamelia Jamil. Yeah. <laughs> the most annoying bitch <laughs> on Twitter. I honestly feel like I had to get off Twitter solely for her. I, I know. didn't even follow the bitch and she's up there like feminism, blah, 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 blah. I broke my arm. Whatever she's on about. So she did a great takedown on her. Yeah, about her having Munchausen's, right? Yeah. Basically just seeing all these like uh she was coming out saying that she was like attacked by a swarm of bees and then, like, <laughs> she'd say the same story a year later and oh no she said that she was attacked by one bee and then she ran into moving traffic because of the bee yeah. and then she got uh, the car crashed into her and she broke her flipping back and then like she a weeks later would be like um i was attacked by a swarm of bees and then i was in a coma so like she there's a takedown of her but the one her latest one is Ilaria Baldwin who i'd never heard of i mean like the baldwins for me they're, they're not really a, a family of celebs that I really invest much time in. They're kind of blah. They're they're pretty boring. Like, I mean, obviously, Hil- uh, like, Hillary. <laughs> Hayley Baldwin is, like, the most famous one. Uh, she's the other Baldwin's daughter, though, right? She's not Alec Baldwin's daughter. Yeah, the other one, I can't remember his name. All I do yeah. know is that fucking iconic video that came out about him when he was caught... Um, caught cheating with oh. his cleaner and then he scoots off and with those electric scooters yes. which is just hilarious there's so many of them there's so many of them they so like all look Alec like Baldwin. different variants yeah. of each other they Alec just get Bal- more melted looking over uh, time Alec Baldwin William Baldwin Daniel Baldwin are all her uncles and her dad is Stephen Baldwin yeah I just never knew there was that many Baldwins I truly think I thought they were all the same person I think they kind of are they're just like they honestly are just like, they look like candles and one's a different kind of melted version. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alec Baldwin is by far the better looking one. He's the swaggiest as well. But he's, he, he's the most famous, right? Alec and Baldwin. also they, they just seem to have no personality. Yeah. Like really dim yeah. men. I'm like, how did you get so successful? Like, when- hello. Hello, I would like to talk about my wife. So, Elaria Baldwin. Elaria um, Baldwin. So, yeah, this one. How, <laughs> how, how do we explain this? So, 
Uh, Tracy Morris went in and was talking about like uh, Ilaria Baldwin, who is basically was before any of this was known as being like one of these snapback queens. Like she's had five kids. It's his second wife. Um, his other wife was mother of Ireland Baldwin. Kim Bassner. Who, who yeah, is a kiss, of course it was Kim mm-hmm. Bassner. She's the image of her. Um, she is like around our age, isn't she? Yeah, thirty-ish, um, maybe a bit younger. And he married again, as you do in Hollywood, to a younger woman. Now she's not distastefully younger. I will. I know yeah. Alec Baldwin's old yeah. enough, but she's not like. In her 20s But she's young enough And she looks really young She's really pretty Yeah um, she's quite plain But she is really pretty And she is like a yoga Kind of health guru Yeah health she's been known bitch. Yeah she's known to always She basically has had five kids She's always pregnant And then she always <laughs> Has the newborn <laughs> Flopped on her Breast Yeah while she stood and. in her bikini with like full on six pack And yeah. she's like Love ha- Loved having this little baby around she's For w- a week yeah. Just letting you know It's a week A week and look at me. She's one and of it's those, every time. She's just one of those bitches that like, it, like loves to like flex her snapback and makes pregnancy just so unattainable for the average Joe. Like she obviously like has a combination of like extreme wealth, but also like genetic. Like, oh, totally it's, genetic. It's and genetic. She's, like, Some people, with yoga and shit, yeah, so. but like even that, like yoga doesn't really get you that fucking skinny. You know that way yoga stretches you out and might get you a little bit strong, but you're not going to be like you know fucking stick thin she's just it's genetics it really is and i think that a lot of the the problem with those people who like flex on this like snapback culture is like they blame they say it's yoga or they say it's like mm. my juice cleanse it's like it's not like majority of there that are is some genetics. things i i i've been known to snap back myself after having children but so I, is your mom um, your mom is uh, you know your mom is in great shape no my mom is too but there are we're also the double spanks 100% help me with luna oh no yeah that but I'm, I'm just saying like just to say. blame it on yoga is like oh yeah no, it's that's just like dumb. especially when you're so famous and you're like making a point out of showing off your snapback body it's like stop telling all these women average women to go out and spend like yoga a like you know it's not really like it's a great exercise you know it's uh, fantastic for your like mental health and like your body and like it has huge benefits but like if you are not genetically programmed to be like really really small you're not yeah. gonna get like a size six after having a fucking baby two weeks later from doing a, f- a few fucking downward it dogs totally <laughs> just, it's just like i think it's just a case of being a lucky bitch it's, i Absolutely. don't even know if it's fucking genetics because like i've seen sisters who snap back at different times yeah. and all that kind of shit but she flexes two fuck. Oh. she's probably the worst the worst for it. I'm and so like, glad I was never aware of her before as a, this. Oh, I know. As a mum, I, I was aware of her. Mm. I, I think we were kind of pregnant around the same time uh, when I was pregnant with Luna. And, and she has had like five. So and probably. it is super difficult. And I totally, with um, my pregnancy with Luna, completely got oh, Lonely eaten Jane. alive by Lonely that Jane. Lonely Jane was, I, had, I unfollowed her. Goodbye. Get out of my fucking life. Vegan because bitch. she was like... Vegan, 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 my pregnancy, my pregnancy. And she was the same. Like, I think she put like a, a photo up in a bikini three days after. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you were like into that picture too. I, was like, oh, I remember you were like, what? look at this girl. Like, that's from being vegan. And, I was and because like, they're so um, believable. They're mm. like, thank you to the vegan pregnancy. Am I stretching every day? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, okay, I just have to eat a banana every day. And then I get like that. Yeah. So I was totally bought into that bullshit. Yeah. So easy though, especially because, you know, you always say, Lindsay, as well, like, being pregnant and being a mom, a new mom especially, is like quite an isolating experience. And like you mm. connect to people online because if, you know, if say if you're the only pregnant person in your friend group, but then like online you find a community, like you're going to connect to them. And like you are kind of vulnerable in that position, especially like pre-pregnancy like or during pregnancy, should I say, you're probably vulnerable because you're just like, oh, what's happening? And then post-pregnancy, you're so vulnerable because like there's A, so many hormones, but B, you've got this baby and your I body's know. changed. And, and I mean, you know, people like 
Elaria Baldwin or Loney Jane need to just be fucking more careful how they deliver yeah. their like quote unquote knowledge because I remember I was only talking about this yesterday. Loney Jane um, was saying like if you're vegan and you're vegan throughout your pregnancy and um, then you're breastfeeding and you're vegan when you're breastfeeding, your daughter or your child will never ever want meat because they've never had it and it's not normal or natural for humans to eat meat like why you wouldn't just go up to a cow in a field and like chew in its leg would you know so like it's not natural for us to like meat so like they as soon as luna saw fucking sausage and had the ability to grab she threw herself across the table where sarah my sister was eating a sausage grabbed it off her fork shoved it in her mouth and now only eats meat does not touch a fucking yeah. vegetable yeah so I was totally bought into this thing and believed what I was reading, which is like my own fault. But like, no, but like when mean, they deliver it in such a way as if like... It's it's a crazy thing that isn't like, you know, controlled, not controlled, like, because like, you know... It's like Julia McKeith, who she exactly. called herself a doctor with absolutely no qualifications. Exactly. And, and it's like, like just because you, you've been pregnant doesn't mean you're an expert on pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. And just with like Ilaria going on about her yoga and shit, just because it works for you doesn't mean in it's going to work for her. In her heels. Remember that picture? She's like that bitch. You, like, and Tracy Morris went into that. She was like, she's formerly known as someone who does yoga on her Instagram wearing stilettos while breastfeeding a child. She's like, so funny. Is, the way that, that the girl, uh, the journalist delivers it is so funny. She was like, I never trust a woman who enjoys pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, Neither dab. do I. <laughs> like... I loved being pregnant. I felt, never felt sexier. I fucking had a beautiful pregnancy. It was absolutely fine. Like I had no yeah, morning but you're sickness, not like, but I hated it. I was like, get this fucking you know, baby out of me. Like, out of the pub. You know those women who were like, I miss being pregnant. I only feel myself when I'm pregnant. I know. I miss my bump. I was like, as soon as <laughs> Luna came out of me, I put on two XS spanks, squeezed myself into it and fucking was like, yeah. I, I was not missing my bump. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bump. Uh, sorry, her name is Tracy Morrissey. I just pulled her up there okay. just in case. And because I know people will be asking. So it's T-R-A-C-I-E and then Morrissey like Morrissey from the Smiths. So follow her um, on Instagram because she has it saved in her yeah. highlights. And if, if you you're, wanna... yeah, saving her highlights, look at her, her highlights called Ilaria because we're just, we're not going to be saying exactly what happened. We're just going to be commenting because basically she exposed her ass. <laughs> How do you, so basically Ilaria has Hillary. been kind of cosplaying Hillary. that she has like, she's of Spanish descent. She said, she always came out and said that like, her par- she was raised in Malaga. Her parents, uh, she was born, ra- born, no sorry, she was born in Spain, raised there for a while, but then moved to between America. Her parents are, she said like her dad was Spanish, her, she has all this Spanish family. Like she would go around kind of, now when we say Spanish as well, I think this is very, um, the, the reason why some of it, I think, got lost in translation is within the American context because she's pretending to be like Spanish from Spain, not South American. Two very different, you know, in America they would- Oh yeah, they were kind of saying that it was, um, <coughs> they, were, they were kind of trying to insinuate that it was racist. That it was a, it was like a, a Rachel Dolezal vibe. And it's like, yeah. it's not because like- Spanish it, people are Caucasian. They're Caucasian people, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like not if you're in South America, it's very different because like a yeah. mix of indigenous genes and like slavery was around there. So people aren't like, you're not like fully white Spanish. It's a completely yeah, separate Yeah, just because you speak Spanish doesn't mean that yeah, you're- Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. you Spain. Yeah, exactly. But like- <laughs> But, so so she's she basically she's been cosplaying like to the point where like my favorite p- part of this whole thing was she's a chef I guess I don't know like I think a TV, it's the veganism yoga yeah, shit you know TV person and she is on TV at one point and she's like she's like and then like she does the accent too which is yeah, really she kind crazy of puts on a little like a little Spanish and then she was like uh, how you say in English cucumber. 
you say? So what? 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 what, 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 what she literally said, "How you say in English? How uh, you say? How you say? Where like the bitch is? She's the, it's her Ma- first language. She's from Massachusetts. She's Irish American." Bizarre, and her, she twice wasn't it twice that she was on Hola magazine? Yeah, the cover of Hola magazine. But just and like, she's named all her kids like kind no, of like no, the best Farden, thing about the kids. Names. This is how anyone should have been questionable. The bitch called all her kids Italian names. They're called like Romeo. That's not a Spanish fucking name. And she keeps like mentioning like there's all this video uh, stuff of her being like talking about her her wedding and like oh, all, yeah. all of her Spanish family that came. And this bitch like Tracy Morrissey, I can't remember if it's her or someone else helped her. She went down her family tree. Like her dad is like Irish, Scotch Irish. She's like three, four generations of from her, Massachusetts. Her mom, her mom's family owns slaves. That is how white they are. In America. Oh, yeah, but a lot of people would. You know, her mom's like generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're from the East Coast. Yeah, like Coast. she's fully rooted. She's a white American woman. <laughs> There's absolutely. And so, and I think her family, like her parents, maybe, I think they moved to Spain. So that's I, where she started to get. I think they, they, her dad was a professor mm-hmm. in a university. And I think he might have done like a stint of a few months in Spain. I think they have a home there and they live there. That's what she said. That okay. was her that was her kind of conclusion because she did Spanish. come out and she was like um <laughs> she was saying like you know that is their home so of course I say that is my home because it's my family are there. I love the way like her accent just like got more and more American as well. Like in those if you yeah, look at it. Yeah, she just dropped the little Spanish yeah, the, like, twang. Um and then she came on and just did the classic thing where she was like this is very toxic. I'm going to be removing myself from the internet for a few days. Arlen Baldwin came out and said like oh, you no. don't know my stepmom is the nicest person ever so how fucking dare you it's so mean and it's like besides the point and I don't agree with the pylon at all and I don't agree with the kind of I mean of, it's hilarious it's hilarious but I it's hilarious yeah. but it's like um I don't agree with the when all these things get like so blown out of proportion. We had it with our cancellation, which we spoke about on um, X Cals. But like, you know, they always get so blown out of proportion. Yeah. Like you're saying, like there was like accusations of it being racial and of her being like you know, stealing a, and a, a culture yeah. and all that kind of and culture appropriation. So like these things always get so hyperbolic where it's like, okay, it's not fun anymore when you're literally trying to. We as a nation, like we're so fucking quick to label everyone. We are obsessed with labeling at the moment. Yeah. You know, like. Well, it's it's because, I mean, we talk about it. Uh, I think we talked about it in our episode, Adam. <clears throat> it's because, like, people who are into cancelling or, like, public shaming as mm. well. Because this wasn't even, like, cancelling because, like, she's not really, like, she's not, like, you know, a prolific actress and they're trying to get her fired. They're just trying to shame her. You know, that way there was nothing yeah. really to lose. She's married to, like, a multi-millionaire. I think they're only, I think... It's um, like to shame Tracy's them. kind of like I think she she just wanted to catch her out and just wanted to be like. But I understand that because like there is an annoying thing with like this like disingenuous ingenuous stuff and like totally yeah and then, like her being on the cover of Ola like I can understand a journalist and it's being just like plain weird. Hold on, I found like the Jamina Jamil thing. It's like it's weird that you're lying, but like I don't think you should be like t- like tarred and feathered. Yeah, you I don't think I mean? that you should be slapped with certain labels yeah. as like you know racially misconstrued whatever or they like were calling you're racist, her. You're ableist to. Jamila Jamil, it's like, oh God, that, yeah, alone. it gets they're, boring when we get the labels. Like, I don't know, weird board, girls, borderline personality disorder. They're just weird like, girls. They have some sort of like issue with pre- presenting themselves as is. Maybe you know Hillary Baldwin 
like I'm completely obviously speculating but I don't know maybe it was some sort of like edge she found by like she was like okay I kind of have a bit of Spanish I have a weird loose tie she got caught in a lie throughout the years believed her own lie maybe I don't know like I'd say she just um no I think major there harm. I mean there's no major harm because it actually happened with um Alexa Chung and another YouTuber I follow Jenny Welburn where I live on YouTube if you she's my fucking favorite YouTuber if you want to watch some content of her Jenny Wellborn who's Wellborn. she she's the where I live girl oh you know, the kind of yes. Yes, yes sustainable yes. bitch that I have Uni shown bro vibe. yeah I've shown loads of people they're like why do you watch her I'm like I love her I watch the odd video of hers her yeah her videos are really aesthetically pleasing mm. and stuff like that but she made a video and Alexa Chung started this kind of trend of like um Alexa Chung had a YouTube series of like how to be French and then all these French girls were like stop sexualizing us we don't eat croissants for breakfast how dare you say this that was an Italian accent I'm sorry ah, don't come for me but I think it's that kind of like it's such a like a it's such a reach like I do. I think it's random that Hillary Baldwin kind of like changed her name to Aleria and like is pretending to be Spanish. It's yeah. weird. It's weird behavior. It's just a bit odd. But, but I, like, you know, to turn it into this like you are sexualizing Spanish women and trying to steal our culture for your own. It's like uh, people saying she's sexualizing. Calm down. Well, I think that's the that's what happened with like say the the oh. French thing that oh. like it's kind of like it's fetishizing. a stereotype. You're kind yeah. of fetishizing. Yeah, yeah, and I, st- yeah, and stereotype. Just kind it. of seeing all French people like that, like French girls who just like they throw no red lip and yeah, you know that kind. Well, of like thing. I mean, and also like how many bitches like I've always known a bitch who is like from the south of Dublin, but like they're going around being semi-French. Like we know a bitch. We know. I am related to a bitch. My bitch sister. Now my sister Sarah, she um, she, she French. Fo- no, she kind of likes she likes to dip the toe into the faux Spanish. Oh, she, she loves yeah. that. Yeah. Because like you know, we as a foursome, yourself included, we like wear a lot of tan. We have dark features. So a lot of times, like if I'm like dressed up and going out, I'll get it a lot where like, um, I'll get it a lot, Hans. We all kind of get it where someone be like, oh, are you, are you Spanish? Are you your mommy? Where mm. are you from? Are you, you can't be Irish, that kind of thing. And then I've heard Sarah a couple of times and this is funny, so I'm not even talking right. I've heard it been like, no, but I really do think there must be something in my background. <laughs> because I, I get that all the time. And then when she went off to Spain for the year when she was teaching English. She came back and we'd be going into like random restaurants around fucking Malahide and she'd be like, Hola, got the table for two, the dos table. <laughs> I was like, Sarah, she's like, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just so used to being in Spain. But it's like, you know, the French is like being like a Francophile or like, I mean, I would relate it to either like Francophilia, which a lot of girl indie bitch Instagram does, which I mean, I'm not averse to it. They love the whole, as you're saying, like the Alexa Chung kind of Amelie like, kind of Amelie, not like yeah, like the realization par, like that's an American brand. They're using all French shit, like this French girl aesthetique with like that. Even Glossier dabble into that shit, or it's like mm. someone who gets really into like Japanese anime culture. And you it's know? just like, I mean, I think the weird thing about like, um, you know, the kind of race issue or culture issue is that like people are seem to be trying to deny that there are stereotypes within culture and within race and that just exists and like not no one person um invented that you know the way so like say with the french like the stereotypical french gal is kind of like she spends five minutes getting ready in the morning she has a little croissant she's very slim she puts on a denim jean and then carries a little wicker bag and is going out the door out the door a little blush on my you know that kind of thing and like the spanish is a more like um sexy spanish senorita i love to dance I yeah. to dance. But penelope crew penelope crew is gonna vibe you know yeah super sexual gorgeous kind of vivacious women and that's the kind of stereotype it, yeah it doesn't mean <laughs> that 
every Spanish girl is like that. But like, and so, you know, Irish, it's a pint guzzling <laughs> farmer's <yeah>. wife. <laughs> Why is ours so minging? So no wonder, like, you know, an American really doesn't have a lot of culture. There's not that kind of... Karen White culture. Yeah, which is So no wonder she wanted to, like, remove herself from that bullshit. It's kind of, you know, I I think it's pretty weak in terms of, like, it being mean or from, like, a bad place, you know? I think it, but, like, I do think it's, like, possible personality disorder area to be dabbling in. Like, I mean, it would be crazy if, like... I, you know, this whole podcast, I'm like talking about my French family and every now and again, I'm like, oh, but there's no, 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 gook sucking. Like, you know what I mean? And then <laughs> yeah. like someone looks and they're like, her, her mom and dad are from Dublin. They're like, it is bizarre. It's, it's, it's weird bizarre and it's behavior. odd, but like there are odd people out there. Like uh, I, I always call them horse girls. A lot of celebrities are fucking odd. Yeah. Well, That's I, how they got there. I mean, I call them horse girls. You know, the girl who was like obsessed with horses and dolphins in school. It's like those kind of girls. They're always a bit bloody weird, but like let them off. Yeah. Like I knew a girl in school. She had dolphin bed sheets, dolphins all over her wall, dolphin earrings. And I was like, okay, we dolphins get it. Dolphins were a big thing in the 90s. Apparently. I think she's more of a like, she gives me more of a like borderline personality case. Like doesn't really know her personality, likes to adapt towards like something a bit interesting she's a bit of a pick me as well that kind of girl who's like i'm so different to all the other girls i'm spanish mm, yeah like, and I'm, even that whole kind of like i wonder how alec baldwin feels about it is he, he actually brought out a statement as well and i <laughs> it was really weird really really weird statement he kind of was saying nothing it was just like him speaking like He's like hello i'm an actor and i haven't spoken in years <laughs> <laughs> i never do this but here we are my wife is holding a gun to the back of my head <laughs> but what i think this is my kind of take on the whole thing I have a I think that Hillary Baldwin she's quite like she's pretty she's quite plain and obviously like her background is quite plain it's not very exotic so yeah. I think she kind of like gave her an edge yeah and I think maybe it helped her get Alec Baldwin I think so too probably I think, you know because like yeah, if, if she was maybe just this girl from Massachusetts who like you know blah 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 but then maybe she was like oh I'll kind of make a spin and I do have my like if my parents are living over in Spain mm. and I'm going back and forth so I'm picking up the culture when I visit there a lot and she can speak Spanish so she was probably like I'll just dip in to that a bit more yeah and know? then she she leaned so far in she couldn't get back up again she was like I am Spanish yeah she just and I bet I think that happens a lot where people like will lie and they'll believe their own lie like the Aleria she came out and said that she was like my whole family call me Aleria Aleria so I just call me like the Aleria thing is re- that's probably the, the changing of your name is really is like the, your name is Hillary yeah it's like me being like my name is Genevieve yeah, not, yeah, my name's Jenny. Or it's Jennifer. like like when I go to Spain and they're like, "What is your name?" and I'm like, "Lindsay." They're like, "Lindsay." So if I was like, "Oh no, my name is Lindsay." <laughs> no, but like that's a pronunciation. Like she fully but, changed her yeah, name. Yeah, It's like me going around calling myself Sinead because that's the Irish. It's not my name. It's my very, name is Jennifer. Mm, it's very peculiar, but it really I that was one of my most favorite takedowns in the last while because it was just yeah. so innocent. Like yeah. it was so silly, it wasn't rooted. Everyone in, got like, into it. Got rape into or it. race or yeah, anything. Yeah, it was just yeah, like yeah, yeah. and the way that she put up the little story was so yeah. funny. Hillary, here's your invite. Come on the pod. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> you can speak in Spanish. Pink table. Our our little studio, our table is <laughs> is a pink rectangle so instead of maybe the red instead of the red circle table we can be like the pink rectangle table Letty, i think we need to sit down on the pink table and have a talk <laughs> ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so let's also talk about, I mean, this has to be, this like kicked off the new year. Kim, Kim K and Kanye A getting a divorce and B Jeffree Star being involved. Jeffree Star being involved. Cherry on top. I mean, just I just <laughs> that is like okay, finally we're in 2021. Yes. I was like, Brady, so let's talk first about Kim and Kanye. I mean, I'm oh I'm God. sad about it. I can't lie. I'm sad about it. I didn't it's not that I'm like shocked. No, there has been it. no statement from either Kim or Kanye and there's no papers being filed yeah so but but I am it's gonna happen because E! News I Mm -hmm. allegedly like the the Kardashians like they never really make statements um but they make all their statements through E! But it is interesting though because she did make the statement when he was running for president kind of Mm. coming out with all that stuff she wrote that huge big um I can't remember if it was a a notes app screen grab or whatever the fuck it was but she was after he was crying and he had been saying quite insane things about Kim and you know, and been quite crazy on Twitter and everything. That, so, yeah, he went, uh, for reference, he, on one of his presidential, like, thingies, he, whatever, like, talks, I don't know, rally, <laughs> I don't know, uh, lectures, he's basically, like, broke down in tears telling this story about, like, how Kim initially was going to, like, have an abortion when she was pregnant with North and that he's, like, really happy that she didn't. Which is... It's crazy. Look, it's, I mean... It's wild. wild, it's, wild, wild yeah, wild. but like... I mean, Highly the, inappropriate. Well, the man clearly has like severe mental health issues. Like he is 100%. Like, I mean, he's been diagnosed with bipolar. He mm-hmm. goes through manic episodes. He refuses to be... Um, medicated. Medicated. He used to be medicated. He's been off his medication for a year. You know, so that is probably why that happened. And it was clearly a bit of a manic episode. And it's I'm sad. sure I'm it's sure it's rooted in truth, but him saying that abo- is, in inappropriate. is inappropriate. And it's, it's inappropriate for his wife and for his daughter. Yeah. Now, who, Kim anyway. b- doubled down on defended him after that but mm-hmm. then a few about a month later in july end of july he went on this other twitter rampage where he was saying that kim was trying to get him 5150 which is like involuntarily um put into a psychiatric unit i don't know yeah. and he started calling <laughs> sorry he called chris jenner chris john oon <laughs> <laughs> you know what the man's fucking hilarious i mean like look I like my celebrity, like some of the. Most, I've always liked Kanye. I love Kanye. I and you will not fucking. I hate when I see trash talk on Kanye. I'm like, fuck off, leave him alone, for God's sake. I mean, I, I just will. I will stand him. I'm sorry. He's like I highly simply. intelligent. He's highly inspiring in that, like, you know, I love that when he says he's going to do something like with Yeezy and fashion, he yeah. did and his and, like, surpassed and like I mean, he will surpass. Like he will set these goals for himself and surpass mm. them. So like I love that. That's so inspiring. Like for us having a business and stuff like that, it's um, dabbing all over the place. Yeah. But I, it is so sad because Kim really seemed to love him. There did seem to be like love there and a union, a mutual there. respect. I do think like I was talking to a few people around about it, mainly Fiona. 
your sissy. Um, because I think this was going down when you were quite sick, actually, as well. So I, I know it was, it was, and annoying. I couldn't look at my phone. Yeah. The screen was really sore. So I, yeah. I do understand it from the uh, allegedly, allegedly. Then this is my take, my personal take. So allegedly, they've been living apart since July. He's been living in Wyoming. She's been living in LA, and they've both been fine with it. And like he talks to the kids all the time. She's just kind of managing the kids in okay. Hidden Hills. He is. <coughs> Uh, on the their ranch in Wyoming, uh, living his life out there. He likes out there. It's peaceful. There's no paparazzi. All the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think it's a culmination of two things. I think Kim probably did try get him fifty one fifty, which I don't think is a bad thing. Which is an act of love, maybe it's, in her it's, part. And we don't know what's going on in the background. You know, um, if anyone goes through, if anyone has any experience in like people going through like psychotic episodes or manic episodes, I mean, it can be so detrimental. And it can be very scary. And sometimes mm. the, the only thing you can do is to like get someone the care that they need, even if it unfortunately can be against their will sometimes. And she would have the right to do that as his wife. You know, he doesn't have, uh, you know, I, I presume she's like his next of kin and all that kind of mm. stuff. So she would be the only one I think who could actually do that. Um, and I think then he moved to Wyoming. Because you can only do that in California, as far as I know. It's like okay. a 5150 clause in California. I know because Trisha Paytas had one done to her. Oh. Um, so, or it, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone out there, I'm sure you will. But I th- feel like he moved then. And then I think the biggest thing for hi- the, them is like his refusal and maybe his right to be unmedicated. But I think that maybe like Kim is kind of like, okay, like if that's your choice, like I can't maybe be in like a union of marriage with you anymore because it could be just like extremely chaotic and like harmful for our kids and I feel that the main reason that the divorce is happening because I actually do think Kim would be happy I mean they've been doing it for allegedly six seven months now I think Kim would be happy to like kind of be married but live a separate life but maybe there's some sort of like they're so rich like there's some sort of asset embroilment I know he's spending all this money on this ranch in like Wyoming which apparently like it always gave me manic vibes he's like I'm gonna build a city here and there's gonna be all you know I'm gonna invite all these like you know black people to live here so we can all live and you know he's had this like idea which is like obviously like you know I mean plenty of artists have done it before but like where they've had these like compounds almost with like all Mm. these people that live them but like maybe she's like okay how much money are we spending here and should you have access I mean he's richer than her by a slight margin apparently But like, you know, you can understand that being in a marriage where you're like, okay, do I want to be responsible for all these other decisions now? You know, that way, like, I feel like the the divorce is almost like a business decision. When you're that rich, I feel like that kind of does come into it, you know? Totally. And, um, you know, I'm sure there was some kind of prenup or whatever because they were both really wealthy. Yeah. And And I wonder, like... It was their first marriage. It it was his, wasn't it? It was his first marriage, her third. Well, she got one annulled. But um, she... Uh, I wonder as well with the prenup that was my other theory like they're married seven years so I wonder is there you know like sometimes in prenups there's clauses like five mm-hmm. years this happens yeah. ten, I wonder is there a 10 year clause where yeah. she's like look if we're married for another three years you're entitled to xyz or you know what I mean so she's might like have to divorce him now before that happens I, I say it's a combination maybe yeah and definitely I mean it's sad that he his I mean I think his brilliance is probably also attached to his mania and his mental, 100%. you know, kind of, he's, he's mentally like, I mean, I think it uh, it aids him, which I can understand because when, but you know, I remember thinking this and if, obviously like my mental health is not in comparison no. to, you know, something But it's like your that. own experience. Well, my own experience from it was that when I was dealing with like anxiety, like high, hyper anxiety and stuff, and I was thinking about medication, but I was like, oh, what if it changes me? What if it dulls mm-hmm. me? What if it... 
like stops my creativity or like I remember thinking like because obviously like we you know at the time we're doing like shows and doing stand-up and like I'd be writing out all these jokes in like moments of kind of like anxiousness or like needing to get work done and that was how I would expel like my Mm. anxiety by like writing all these jokes and they came from sometimes a point of like these anxious manic thoughts yeah 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 and I was like if I medicate myself am I gonna lose Mm. part of my humor you know and a lot of people it's a big artist struggle you hear of it all the time like you know it's also why I find it so weird that like the the conversation around Kanye so often is so negative I'm like what do you like when you look at like some of the greatest artists of all time what do you think they were normal no they're abnormal people at all the time especially people like producing that amount of work like the man like conquered the rap industry changed it then conquered the fashion industry and is like constantly working on stuff constantly like designing and these friends are like these people some people are high functioning in that category you know Mm. some people are like can have like you know say even like someone like I don't know like Elon Musk who seems to be wired totally different than anyone else he's like a functioning I'm not saying he's mentally ill but like he the way that he you know adapts his mentality and like to work so hard and be like so um you know innovative uh, innovative exactly he, he, it functions for him so for some people it doesn't function all the time maybe Kanye it used to function for him and now it's I think to there's like the there's road. a functioning but I think it's just it's never going to be normal yeah so like in that regard like I'd say Elon Musk like it's no, they're, I, yeah, they're abnormal. You know, like the, it's like I mean, and then to be married to that. You're very hard. And have and have you know. you know, she has to take care of her kids. And it's not like it's not saying that like they can't be around their dad, but maybe she's just like, Look, we don't know the clauses of their marriage or what whatever what else is tied up in it, you know, that way. Because I did read an article, me and Evan were like having a fight of who's richer. I was like, I think they're pretty much fifty fifty and he was like, I don't know, I think Kanye is Kanye's like marginally his net worth is more, but she's more cash rich. So like okay. Yeezy's worth a lot of money, but like he might not have that in cash, but she has a lot of cash because she would have been like paid a lot for the Kardashians. She sold like uh, temp- or 20% of KKW Beauty to Cody and that like gave for like million, hundreds of millions. Like, so she's like more cash rich. Mm. So maybe that's an asset thing where she's like, we're technically- He has access to her cash possibly. Yeah, well he would, 100%. Yeah. And in, in LA where they're married, their access is 50-50. Really? Yeah, so that's like- um you know unless you have and like they have prenups I'm sure but like it is sad I mean I it I, is sad they're, they're an iconic yeah. and you know we all like you lose I think but you know what are there actually let's have a little thing mm. for, thought for a moment I think the most iconic celebrity couples whether they got married or whether they were, they were just dating for a few years I don't think they ever last you know like well seven years I mean it's like dog years right seven years in Hollywood for a marriage yeah that's but a I, know, I don't say time. a lot of the time the more iconic yeah relationships um, don't last and the more kind of boring ones seem to last because and that's probably why because it's just more functioning so do you know sad. the way I do I, I really really stand Kim and Kanye like it's the they most were ba- iconic, it like. is a basic bitch element of moi but like I really do I'm like it was just so their cute their kids are beautiful their kids are so stunning he enabled her glow up so much like Kim, the Kim Kardashian West is not Kim Kardashian. Like he enabled so much of her eye for fashion. He she be, he curated her. He curated her, and she like it was completely like consensual. You know, it wasn't this like controlling thing. But well, she adored his vision mm. and his genius, and she kind of um I think as well like you know when you see how much more successful he became because of her. I think yeah. she um she respected and like as a union and probably as a soundboard that they seem to both kind of like yeah. you know feed off each other and um. <clears throat> 
it aided both of their glow up. Like, you know. Well, for him, I feel like he, he had to sacrifice a lot. You know, he lost a lot of respect in the music industry. Like, he obviously had a huge falling out with Jay-Z. Like, he, he and that was kind of a, like a, a thing from love for him. I did see that as, like, he he kind of forgoed his rock star. Um, but I think Kanye get- West is a rock star. Like, he, he kind of did forgo his rock star, like, persona by marrying into the Kardashians. But I think, in hindsight, I think at the start when, you know, they first got married and, you know, she was kind of seen as more of a joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think his vision will always surpass you know say others a yeah. lot of the time so I think he knew even though like at the start like and Jay-Z and Beyonce were like you know they didn't, didn't want to be involved wedding. with the Kardashians and that kind of stuff mm. but I think um Kanye's vision surpassed and now like I mean look at Kim like she is now yeah. a rock star as well, well and I what think he, he regained did. that kind of status 100%. but I think it, it, it kind of let down just because of mental health and the things that he was saying but I yeah. think she very much aided his like she kind of gave him the space to be himself as well. You know, yeah, she didn't she try and squash him. And like now, look at Jay-Z and Beyonce. They're the fucking basic bitches. They're not yeah. rock stars. Well, They're like, boring it, as fuck. Totally. And like he, like, you know, what he did was, because he is a rock star, he elevated Kim's like sartorial kind of uh, vision to his level. Instead of being like, okay, I'm marrying into the Kardashians. I'm going to go down to your level, mm. which everyone thought of him. And he, he maintained like, his boundaries by not being on the show. And yeah. like then the show stopped. And like, you know, the show totally changed as well when like... He came around like it wasn't as personal. That kind yeah, of no, totally. And uh, they're fucking kids. I mean, dear God, their kids are stunning, and they wanted seven. Their kids are beautiful. Do you know? Okay, their I'm gonna call like it. Flipping models. I wouldn't be surprised if they, if she like has another kid with Kanye, like as in like via a surrogate, because she's having surrogate babies anyway. I oh, wouldn't be surprised if she yeah. still grows the family with Kanye, because I don't think I can't see her remarrying. I okay, really so can't. Maybe she will. Let's but think. Like, let's let's guess what she's gonna do. Okay. Do you think she's gonna do um similar to like Courtney, Courtney Kardashian when she split with Scott? She obviously mm. went out with that ride of a model, whatever his name I was. Don't think so. I think for she me- obviously like. I mean, the Kardashians are also known to kind of hire boyfriends. Like that's always yeah. a kind of like ambiguous. Uh, Especially like Kendall, that like she's gay or whatever secretly, and like she's yeah, and then she's always around like Harry Styles or whatever, mm. and like Courtney has like these. Like who was she going out with again from One Direction? Wasn't she going out with someone from One Direction? Courtney, Kendall, Courtney. No, Courtney was um, Niall Co- Horan. Was it not she fucked him or something? Remember that? Wasn't that a big fucking rumor? Are are you are you not mixing up with Justin Bieber? Probably yes, I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Justin Bieber thing happened um, when. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Justin yeah. Bieber and Courtney Kardashian they were linked, and also Justin Bieber was linked to Miranda Care. I forgot that. Yes, remember him and uh, him and Orlando uh, had, had like a big fight. Yeah, gas. But, but um, I don't. I don't know. I can kind of see Kim being like because Courtney seems to like jump off these kind of male socialites. She yeah. also was attached to that Luke Sabat guy who mm. was like a model, and he's like super, super She's big had socialite. Very hot boyfriends. Yeah, and they're most definitely hired. <laughs> oh yeah, like well, it's a it's a business. mutual. Yeah, transactional kind of thing. Like yeah. it obviously like sure elevates l- their fame yeah. and I'm sure they like each other, but it's definitely yeah. like a Britney and Colin Farrell kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't really call it. I I actually I really can see because I know Courtney also said that she would have another baby by Scott. She was like, I don't want another yeah. dad. Yeah. So I can actually see Kim. I mean, and in the world of the Kardashians, that's not unusual. I can see her being like, look, for a she's having a surrogate anyway, and they have so many kids. She's and they wanted seven. so they're already attached. Yeah, and they like they're having they've been having surrogate babies. They only, she only had North and. One other by herself, right? I think it was North and what's the other one? Is it Saint? I, I think, think she was only pregnant once. 
Maybe she was, yeah, because she got really bad diabetes and all this shit, and she was told she can't basically hold another pregnancy. And also, she's rich, so why the fuck not? Yeah, I and she, say, like, she has the same surrogate all the time as well. So it's like, you know. I think, like, I mean, tin, I'm very much a tinfoil hat with uh, with Kim. I think, like, she just, she was dragged by her pregnancy. She yeah, looked she was. shit pregnant, no offense to her. Remember, like, that. She was very sick, though. Yeah, but I, it's very rare that you would not be able to hold a pregnancy. Very, true. very rare. So true, I, true, I think true. she's just like, it's an easier way for her to yeah. say it. I'm sure she got like diabetes that happens with a lot of pregnant yeah, women. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, she was dragged her facially. And like, I mean, her, and I understand it. Like, Remember the she, whale outfit? The killer whale? What Remember one? she was wearing that dress and it yeah, was like the black. Attached wing, gloves? And white. No, no, no. Oh. It was the black maxi dress and it was like black on the back and white on the front. But she looked like a killer whale. She it was looked, so bad. People she like looked, Yeah, she turned into a meme when she was pregnant. Which is like, when else Remember do you see at that the Met Gala? A, pre- a pregnant fucking woman? To be a pregnant Horrible. meme. Horrible. And oh, like Kim Kardashian, yeah. the Met Gala, when she, everyone was like, she looks like a couch. Oh, um, I feel bad for so her. So I think that's why she doesn't do, it doesn't go do the pregnancies. Yeah. Because like her wealth is her looks. Yeah, and also like, why the fuck would you when you're like so rich anyway? Oh, fucking and like, that's what I think. I think she will probably. I can see her having another kid with Kanye in like two years or something, like even by surrogacy. Because like, I I'd say she wants all of her kids to be Kanye's kids anyway. I think she defo has a bit of a, an obsession like with Kanye. She definitely like idolizes him and sees sees him as like a visionary genius. And he is. And, and he I is. mean, I'm sure she has like had the reality of that, seeing how her fame was propelled with him and like how her, he like micromanaged her like the way that he transformed her image is amazing do you remember um when she was robbed in paris and mm-hmm. like the reason that he was uh over in paris he's like he saw a picture of her the night before and didn't like her outfit and flew to paris to like give her a new outfit he's <laughs> he was like no i remember that like when they on um, i never watched the uh, i know what you're gonna say the kardashians yeah she's like you probably know more about that than i do i didn't I wasn't watch. a big watcher. I w- I'd watch it kind of in passing, but I remember there was that outfit, that episode where like she had just started going out with Kanye, yeah. and she had she was like in this room with like all these runner rails everywhere, and she's like oh, Kanye sent all these clothes for me, like Balmain, like he like got her in with Balmain, like all that kind of shit. All but the- he also like curated her wardrobe. Like yeah. he she was dressed like shit, and she never got invited to Fashion Week before she started going out with him. And they got the cover of Goddamn Vogue. That was iconic. And that was a huge feat. I remember Anna Wintour was like trying to stop yeah. that from happening for years. Cunt. She's an arsehole. She is an arsehole. Get over yourself, you bobhead bitch. I know. <laughs> like, move on. Unfortunately, we don't like to see models in the cover oh, anymore. She, you can just tell That's she has just... this like underlying like hatred, like of like racist shit beneath her. Like, I can just tell she wouldn't even like like the fact that like a rapper is going on the cover. Like, she has this like classist thing of like only black models and supermodels. Like, not yeah. like you know rappers she's just Even like, like rappers are the new fucking rock stars get the fuck over she's it. the opposite of a visionary yeah she, she's someone who didn't grow with the times and just refused to grow and like acknowledge that like yeah. and and now going to i remember growing up vogue was like seven to eight euro now it's fucking two or I three know. euro well that's the death of print as well but i also think it's because they didn't like move except that beautiful cover of paloma um yeah, that it, that was a gorgeous cover for Vogue. I, uh, your man Edward Enfield's doing good stuff over British Vogue. Though. He is. And yeah, he got Kate Moss back on the cover, which is pounds. like that's what we want to see. Yeah, I literally just put Kate Moss on the cover. <laughs> People every were so annoying. Month. I put a, a picture of Kate Moss on the cover of Vogue, and I was like, "How does she look like this?" And so many people wrote in my DMs, being like, "She doesn't. It's called Photoshop." I'm like, "Okay, a no, it's not." Bitch, She's... I go away with a photographer. I know 
I know like also she's an incredible model she's in her 40s give her a bit of slack will you she's For constantly photographed on Daily Mail looking amazing yeah. she I think she got a little bit of very subtle work done got, it's called good work she stopped drinking apparently yeah um, She still smokes I, I think as well She's just like She is a fucking supermodel She has been in the biz for years She would Another have picked up Like incredible tips And like she would know The best facialist mm. And the best kind of treatments And everything like that She's just a rock star But like her cheekbones Are just like Face just Her like, skin is just like She's just fucking gorgeous yeah. And also she's so cool And she's so like yeah. The way she dresses So she's just always Going to look gorgeous Bloody yeah. deal with it It's like Sophia Loren Kind of vibe You know She doesn't need She needs like Slight tweaks But still looks like Incredible uh, So let's talk about The Jeffree Star element Because dear god That was fucking That was a comedic break Sorry, This no, no, divorce needed 100% <laughs> Everyone, Like so The bitch who broke This story Is the TikToker Who licked the toilet During the COVID challenge Fuck off Yeah So you know that bitch Who licked the toilet On the And on then the she airplane? did A really annoying YouTube Someone yeah. um, What was her name again Do we know her name oh, like, Let me just quickly Google Girl who licked toilet <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared And leaked Girl. Like fake information On Jeffree Star Kim and Kanye Why So people- she is someone Who is absolutely Obsessed With um, becoming famous yeah. Because um, I found her YouTube And she has She's pretending to be This kind of like Paris Hilton Fucking dumb yeah, yeah, bitch yeah. Like so she's And she's She was trying to Like she did that She purposely is trying To go viral And mm-hmm. stuff like that um, I want to find her name And she basically came on TikTok And was like So finally Kim is filing for fucking divorce And I can finally spill the tea That I've been holding in for so long Rumor has it That Kanye has been fucking a beauty influencer And fucking a male beauty influencer I wonder who else is living in Wyoming Because Jeffree Star obviously bought a ranch in Wyoming Now the re- thing is is like That's weird when you see it on top first You're like oh yeah Why are they both living in Wyoming? I looked into it. Apparently there's like major, major tax benefits for to live in Wyoming. Okay. And it's also the least populated state. Don't we love our researcher queen? <laughs> <laughs> it's also the least populated state in America. So I can understand why someone as famous as Kanye would like to live there. You can buy like 5 million acres and have no one on your property. Like he doesn't want to be seen with the paparazzi. So like perfect place. And he has his church there yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. So and like, by the way, how fun does that fucking look? Oh my God, Sunday service. Speaking of, Jeffree Star did the best thing. So, like, this whole shit was blowing up. Jeffree Star said nothing. And then he put up a photo of him in this, like, fucking wild wig being like, ready for Sunday service. (laughs) And loads of idiots were, a lot of idiots were like. He's so fucking, he's he's a fucking comedic genius. He is is so One of the entertainers of our generation. He's able to just, like, extract, like, such, like, humour out of the most, like, kind of, Vile shit You know the way Like something that's He's he's just so funny He's just like Because he has grown up With internet fame So he understands The internet so well And he's got so much hate I just think it now Is like It's just water off a duck back And he's able to like Use it for his benefit And make a joke of it Everything's been said about him So it's like Nothing hurts anymore I guess And he basically (laughs) ate Did you see that photo? No Oh my god I'll I show think, you I mean, I, Did he have the orange wig? No 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 Green and purple It was fucking oh iconic it was I so saw funny. the one that you were talking about Where he is talking about his gun And it's like pink ah, And he's, he's like, like yes. yes girl You know that I don't play He's like yes Green That is how we do it in Wyoming <laughs> Pink Custom AK-47 And then the other day He was in his car And he was like on my way to the coffee shop, got my got my Birkin, got my Glock, like a fucking gold gun. <laughs> but I, oh, he's wild. But I just love how insanely Sorry, sexual it was he is. But look at that. Oh my god! <laughs> ready fucking for, god! Ready for Sunday service? 
Like, and loads of idiots were like, he's confirmed it. I'm like, oh, that is Jeffree no, Star making fun of you all. capitalizing on it, you thick bitches. And making fun of you, as if he was actually getting fun. Making fun, but also capitalizing. Yeah, exactly. And he did a video. Like, I mean, it's genius. On Like, it's amazing for him that he was able to be attached to yeah. the biggest news story in, like... In two years, I know like he, nothing he, came out fucking last year. True, he your one's called Ava Louise, and Ava if you Louise. look up her on um, on YouTube, she she was on Doctor Phil. Oh, I'd yeah. rather die hot than live ugly, and she is ugly. She's well, not. She just has an ugly personality. I don't. Yeah. I would never say someone's ugly physically, but like she's just like so. She is like the spawn of what the internet has created, and this kind of like you mm. know people being able to get famous. Like she's just like her whole life is. She's just like she's just trying to get famous. I mean, that popped off. I it's mean, that's so crazy awkward. that that popped off so much. People took that seriously after she licked a damn toilet. But like, and then she did this YouTube that randomly didn't get a lot of views because I saw it before. Um, really? And she was like sat with her like a, she was like draped in kind of like Balenciaga, like trying to make herself look like this influencer, like yeah. this rich person. She had like a gay guy in the back, like who's dressed like mental, and she's like. I just want to address what happened. But like, mm. so not funny. So like, she scripted everything. She's trying to curate herself into this like celebrity. Which and is she like, looks at, like, not like, she looks like if you think of like basic Instagram baddie influencer American, yeah. that's what she looks like. She's like wearing the Gucci tights and has her nips out. And like, no hate to that, but it's just a, a stereotype of what you see. Like, but she's Re- real to. label whore like everything's label label and, and what we're designer. seeing this is what we're going to see like I mean the thing about like say being cancelled or like that kind of shit it is just free publicity and it always will uplift and keep you relevant and stuff like that so now if you are like so now obviously people are trying to capitalise on that so mm. like there's one um, YouTube here where she's saying Ava Louise on beef with bad Bobby skinny from the nine oh, yeah. the fat people poor people and more so she's obviously trying to say these like wild statements just to get like you know cancelled yeah, and trying to be controversial Attention. and then know? like her following will grow so just just remember that when you're cancelling people that um it actually is just uh transcending them into and she's um, friends a higher with platform. Mojo, of course and she's she's just always calling people out on ig I, live I, I and hate that shit. so um but yeah the jeffree star thing i mean like absolutely what a because people really took it seriously because he does have a song from back in the day and he's like i sucked up kanye west now i'm one of the bros <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I have to say, I believe it. I, I can't not believe it. Well, then he said, oh no, he has got with a load of rappers. He's always said that. So this is why I guess it, it, there was the believability because I think he went on Shane Dawson's podcast and he talked a lot about this. He was like, you know, because he was signed with Akon back in the day, him and Lady Gaga. Like he was mm-hmm. known as he was going to be the next Lady Gaga. Um, and then that all went to shit. Akon went to jail and like his his contract and all that stuff was gone. But he Akon, w- like A-K-O-N. Yeah. He went to jail. I'm pretty sure, yeah. He went to jail for like some tax evasion or something oh. like that. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. And uh, I could be wrong, but something happened anyway yeah. with his contract and it basically fell through. Was that his song? Lonely. I am so lonely. Yeah. And like he, like, just, no like he did um, like Lady Gaga's first album, oh. you know, um, produced it. And um, or for had a fucking platter. Yeah, had a hand with it. He, he had a knack for like finding. Really famous even like Jeffree Star even on one of his earliest earliest songs had like one of the first Nicki Minaj features like crazy shit so he was very much mm. in with that whole he was in with like the Vans kind of like emo scene but also there was a crossover with that with the kind of rap scene at the time and he said that like he was always like 
getting or dating with these like rappers and rocker kind of got dudes and they always kept him secret so that's why like the whole Jeffrey uh Kanye West thing kind of like she basically saw a gap in the market she was like I can fucking run with this but like Jeffree Star <laughs> did a video and he was like just so you know I like my men tall because like Kanye West is like famously quite small I like Jeffree Star is so fucking tall like you can just tell yeah he's like six foot one like Je- Kanye West is, like five seven or something I would love to see Jeffree Star ah! in person no I remember when he was in Dublin I was like the thoughts him and Kim Kim Kardashian I would just love to see them yeah move. just to see what that looks like in real life I just am like to see the two of them I'd love to see and I, I'd also love to see Kylie Jenner yeah because I remember when I um, did nails a girl came in and she randomly bumped into Kylie Jenner in LA and she came back and she'd taken a selfie and it like it just looked like her selfies on really yeah, so I was like no. yeah she looked amazing so I was like whoa I can't imagine actually seeing that kind of person yeah. in real life. But I would love just to see Kim's body. I'm yeah, like, I'd love to see the body. She's tiny. She's like, what, five I'd two? love to see her naked. Oh, yeah. In person and kind of just look like, a, like as if she was in a museum and I'm like, okay, let's just. Yeah. yeah I, with I, a notepad. Yeah, I'd love to see like Jeffree Star bopping around Brent Thomas in one of his crazy outfits. Just to see yeah. like what his energy, like, hello. Yeah. Yes, Miss Fang. And like everyone, <laughs> anytime he gets like a guest on, you know, the way he's always like, do I look younger? Do I oh, look yeah, different like, in person? Look at my skin. Tell them what my skin looks like. I'm like, that is fucking fucking sad. <laughs> and they're like, you literally don't have a pore, Jeffrey. You don't have a pore. What the fuck? Fair play to him. So shall we move on to probably our most requested and most fucking tagged thing in history? Oh my good God. The Sex and the City reboot. Yowzer. So obviously Sorry, that's fun. That's really fun. You guys know our affinity for Sex and City. We don't we Um When did we say that? You were what were you did Evan play some jazz or something oh yeah like, no you rang me once and you were like are you listening to jazz in the back end and I was like yeah and you're like Jenny let's go jazz man. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh so obviously Sarah Jessica Parker put up on her Instagram yesterday um, I ain't ready hon I know I'm gonna talk shit in it I'm sorry right, everyone's I'm not, like girls are we screaming because like obviously last year early last year there was loads of rumours that yeah or the rumours have been flying for so long there's and another then- movie <sighs> So, and then obviously the whole Kim Cattrall thing. Look, we did a whole fucking episode on this shit. We've done so many episodes. We've done revisiting the movie. And we're we, going to do more. I actually more. checked my notes where I write down brainstorming. One was like, um, when Carrie was the most problematic. So oh, I was like, yes. that could be a gas episode. That, so that could be coming. So the last, um, Sex and City 2, I'm just on Wikipedia here now, yeah. honey bunnies, 2010. Wow. Mm. So 11 years ago um, was Sex and City 2. Sec- the first movie obviously was shit. I hated the first one. The second one, I was able to just loosen up and enjoy it for what it was. I, I liked the first one. I, I hated just- the second one. The second yeah. one is so bad. And like, it was just like such a movie that did not need to be made. Like, I hated the like start of it where it's like Liza Minnelli at the wedding. It was just like the first one. I mean, one, it's like, tacky I- and awful and not like not a good piece. Like in comparison, of They're course. They're both terrible movies. Both awful movies. <laughs> At least just the first, at least the second one, I think there was more of a story arc. So I kind of enjoyed that. I and disagree. First, okay, okay, let's talk. Let's talk. I think we did because we talked, we have a whole episode revisiting the did Sex we? and the City movie. Yeah. Um, and we did. Well, I just, say, yeah, I think I, to, I, to yeah. briefly synopsize, <laughs> I liked the first one because like it made more sense. The show had just like ended. It was like, you know, everyone like obviously we saw at the end that Carrie gets a big and it was kind of like obviously very 
expected they're gonna have a wedding I I didn't I would I didn't love the storyline but like I kind of liked the revisitation I remember just at the time when I, I just finished watching Sex and the City the movie was coming out very soon after um and we were thirsty everyone yeah. was thirsty for more I think um the second one was just so the yeah. second one was corny yeah. as fuck but, yeah and it was so uh but I, what I liked about the they looked old yeah, that I, I that was the main thing. I went to see the first one, um, both of them in the cinema. <laughs> A little nerd <laughs> going to see my favorite show in the movies, <laughs> and um, I remember like sitting down. I went to see it in Cavan with my friend from college. The first one. And like and girls were fully like bringing cocktails into the cinema so and like cute. wearing their little heels. It was so Dressing up fucking adorable. But um, I remember seeing in on the big screen, I was like, okay, they look fucking haggard. Mm. The men looked great. Steve looked a bit like, but Mr. Big, amazing. Fab. Um, Aiden Harry looked fab. looked fab Aiden looked amazing But Carrie Like Sarah Jessica Parker Is She was a ballerina She is so skinny Yeah she's and very thin Skinny women age Much quicker Yeah you need a bit of fat And collagen She needs to get a bit of work Done on her face Her body still looks great I mean she's very thin obviously But like it just kind of suits her She's a very lithe little woman Yeah But like if I was her I'd be getting some sort of like Filler or something in the face Just like good like collagen I don't know She can afford that shit A load of peels That weird shit that they all get That are like boosts the collagen In your face I'm yeah. like She on. needs it Because she looked old She looked yeah, old Yeah and like she does age gracefully In a way as well Like I can, I can respect it It's like an Audrey Hepburn Kind of vibe But like when you're on that HG, like we're not in the 40s anymore. Honey, when I you're know, And you're not Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> yeah. You know? So let's just keep it to the reboot. Obviously, the reboot is going to be on HBO Max. So it's going to be a TV show. That is the one thing I'm happy about, I will say. Yeah, um, going back to the roots. Going back to the roots. And, you know, it's funny. It's called Just Like That. And then she hashtagged, and just like that, hashtag S-A-T-C, next chapter. Oh, she actually tagged an account. It's called Just Like That. Oh, my God. So the show's going to be, like, just like that? I thought it was going to be, like, called, maybe they couldn't get Sex and the City because fucking Kim Cattrall won't be in it. Wah, wah. Ooh. So this is obviously the biggest thing. This is the biggest thing because this was the rumours and the conversation that was going around. So they, as a foursome, um, you know, they were trying to, everyone was up for a reboot Except or for Kim, Kim Cattrall. Cattrall. And there was so much drama and Kim Cattrall had made it quite public and there was, like, the producers came out and spoke about it, the other actors, like, everyone was taking sides. It was pretty toxic. Again, listen to our Sex and City episodes. We go into it We go into it. In and, depth. like, it definitely, the difficult thing about, like, or the upsetting thing for two massive fans, mm. like, we always say, like, this was really, like, one of the reasons that we became so close because our shared obsession and we were able to just, like, you know comb through every little thing like we we've said it before um we've never barely watched an episode together but because we separately watched them we did recently remember we did recently and it was great a month or two ago that was great but usually we would watch it separately and then would pick up the same things or you pick up something and i would pick up so we loved and were obsessed so it did definitely dampen the movies and then the drama definitely dampened my kind of like ability to watch it without having that in my head and that's so annoying because it came out basically like it was all these rumors and then pierce morgan had kim cattrall on his show Mm -hmm. and kind of said like are you not kind of friends with him? And she's like, we've got no friendship whatsoever. And that was kind of like, she's very upfront. Um, she is upfront, but I wish she wasn't. You know, it's it's kind of like those people who are like, I just say it how it is. It's like, okay, you don't have to. I can get it in a way though, if she is being like, she I, felt like she was being mistreated in work. And Well, not even that. Like I could understand if like, she's like put Sex and the City to bed. 
Um, and like if shit did go down on set that she wasn't happy with. And now because um three other women, Cynthia Nixon, Kat, was it Kirsty Davis? Is that her name? And Kirsten Davis, yeah. Kirsten Davis and Sarah Jessica Parker, because the three of them are so aligned and on board for the new one, she's kind of vilified as like the woman who won't let it happen. Yeah. And then I think people still see them, people who don't really know much about the tea, um, they might see her as like, why are you ruining this thing with your friends? So I can understand her being but like, I, look, we're not friends. Like we, I did not go on to have a friendship with them. It is a professional decision on my behalf. Like it's, she's, she, you know, she didn't sign a fucking contract to keep the fantasy alive 20 years later. And so. I, and I totally understand that. And I absolutely think she made the right decision. I think the movie yeah. shouldn't have been made. 100%. Per, per, personally, I, I mean, I enjoy them and I was glad to get a little, little bit extra. Even but Chris Knott said that, Mr. Big. Chris Remember he was like, was, yeah. Those movies shouldn't have been made. <laughs> and like, so true, because like, I can re-watch Sex and City over and over yeah. and over again. I didn't really need those movies. Like, yes, mm. I was thirsty for more, and I understand why they did it, to make money and to capitalise, yeah. but like, it did dampen the kind of iconic... Chris not um, said it perfectly. Yeah. The movies were corny. The show was never corny. The show was never corny. It was but, um, but I do think... I always felt a bit let down by um, Kim Cattrall, Samantha, for... Like, regardless of what happened in the background, and everyone has their own opinions, they have all, like, it's been public, they've spoken about it, I do think that shit for the fan base should be kept private, because it does stop people being able to keep on enjoying the show. I guess, but, like, I can understand from her perspective that, like, you know, she... Well, first of all, she isn't the one who spilled all the tea. It was other people on, remember that podcast we listened to, like other people were spilling the tea on like why she didn't like it. Like she has never come out and been like, this is exactly what yeah, happened. Yeah, no, they all have a personal responsibility, they all have, I yeah. think, to maintain the kind of... The secrecy the, and the romance the a little dream. bit, the fantasy. Yeah, and you the know? fantasy. And the whole show was always about the fantasy. Like Patricia Field, who was the... Um, the costume designer. costume designer she always said like it doesn't make sense and that's the beauty and the fantasy yeah. it doesn't make sense that Carrie is living in this amazing apartment she made she writes one little column a week and she's like decked head to toe <laughs> in like designer luxury fucking items that like she would never be able to afford it doesn't matter it's just fun and fun to like get a feast of fashion from your eyes but um it's intriguing that so they're not doing it as sex in the city it, yeah, well, it, she the caption was, I, I couldn't help but wonder, where are they now? XSJP. I do love that she signs off every single Instagram post with XSJ. It is it's, fucking so it's, Carrie Bradshaw. It's so she Carrie, is Carrie Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Do you know what? You know the way Hilaria Baldwin? She has, be, fucking, Sarah yeah. Parker has like become Carrie. She has. It's crazy. Like she lives in a brownstone in yeah. New York. And she's like, huh, like she's very just like She a brought world. out a shoe line. She was yeah. never like fashion forward before. I think they did say that like, you know, that was a thing that like as SJP got more control, she kind of ended up like, you know, like she, she stopped Carrie smoking because she stopped smoking. And like she did have more control. So she actually kind of made Carrie more like herself. So it is kind of chicken and the egg. What came first, SJP or the fucking so Carrie? So true. Um, um, which is interesting. But so let's, let's talk about the show. I, I've got some predictions and why I am not looking forward to this. Yet I will be watching. Yeah, of course we're going to oh. watch. <laughs> and we will be doing a fucking review. Okay? Oh, of course. Of course. I hate Hook it to my like, No, nope, I won't watch it. Nope. No, no, like a, you're being boring old fart. I know, but like uh, just to like accept that it won't be as like like Sex and the City. The show still exists. I do like that they're not exists. calling it Sex and the City. I have to say, it's uh, yeah. I think it's kind of like yeah. I, I think like it. it's it is and just like that. So well, let's think of where that came from. It's just from like her that. typing. Have you watched the trailer? No, 
Oh, Liz! I know. Come I've on. Been, I'm going to go on the now. The bare minimum here. <laughs> I've been so like I know I've been tagged. I was. Um, I don't know. I just there was something that was like stopping me. I get right? you. You know, there was, I was just it's, like, there's not oh. much. So it's like scenes of modern New York and then it cuts to her computer. And just like that, dot, 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 dot. And then it's like scenes of New York, scenes of New York. And then it's like, I couldn't help but wonder. Like, it's like the old looking at her computer, her typing. Now, I think what's amazing about it is, and I've spoken to this with my sister. Um, I think it is amazing to have older women represented mm. on television. Like, like that's Desperate why, Housewives, or not Desperate Housewives, well, yeah, Real Housewives. Housewives. Real Housewives. Yeah, well. it's like you're getting to see. Like it is amazing for, you know, someone like obviously we're young. Like I'm 33, you're 30, but like it is. It's a, you're 31, aren't you? I am. Sorry to drop the age. <laughs> you don't look a day over 20. 34 yourself in March, aren't I? If I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got a message the other day and it was like, oh my goodness, I never knew you were 33. I just saw it on Pete Farrell's story. I was like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I do, like, remember I said you that tweet of one of our haters. They were like, aren't those two podcast birds in their 40s? <laughs> I remember that was a funny aren't tweet. Aren't they middle-aged? Aren't they middle-aged women? Who oh, dies that, at 60? They're just well, cr- that's <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> Sorry. That, that, that did crack me up on, so congrats um, on that tweet. No, it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> aren't those two podcast birds? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny as well like you and I are so not oh. the kind of girls to be like age shame like we don't care don't like we just don't yeah. care and I'd never be like and don't I al- say my age I also don't pretend to be any younger than I am I'm like I love my age I'm like yeah I'm 33 I, I look good uh, we look good baby. but yeah I do as a, like a 33 year old and I do think you know sometimes we can be so obsessed with youth yeah. and like women especially can be so obsessed with youth and look so it's nice to be able to see what's ahead and like I think there's always this kind of like feeling of um oh, when you get older like when when yeah. the, does the fun have to stop does the and we get age shamed a lot mm-hmm. so you know they're like oh they still act like two young ones and it's like <laughs> you you can there's no obligation to age to a certain level like there's no like you have to grow up at this age you have to stop acting like this and stop doing that that's just kind of a made-up thing well, yeah so i love, they don't know us it's like oh fuck you, yeah bitch. so i love that like from um the real housewives that you get to see these women still having fun still being ridiculous oh, yeah. drinking and going on holidays and dancing around and that kind of stuff so what i one thing i'm dreading about this i think it's going to be really really woke you said that and i totally agree and because it is the, so annoying because one of the biggest things that you know, in the resurgence of Sex in the City culture, obviously that um, that meme woke Charlotte. Yeah, that was a big thing because obviously there's loads of like quote unquote problematic aspects of Sex and the City, which you know whatever. Like you can go research. It weren't problematic then, but like now it was a reflection of the time. Well, like, I mean, it's happened with every single yeah. show. You look back at Friends, and yeah. it's hugely problematic. Um, so I think it's but gonna. It's, I think that it, was also the beauty of fucking television. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it was also th- like, I mean, there's a reason why Sex and the City, The Sopranos, like all these shows were like the peak of television because like they they were able to comment on everything. There was no like ch- like chains on their ankles of like don't say that, don't say, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like they actually yeah. had the artistic freedom to reflect the culture as it was right then. And I mean, regardless of like popular belief or can you know I everyone that I hang out with and I hang out with a lot of different people they all are and like in their um home life it's mm. like anti like people are still speaking as they were regardless of like the culture you, you know I the way so like mean. so that descriptor of television was so much more like um it was an actual real reflection because on, like people are this, still talking like that they're just not showcasing it online you know yeah so i think they're going to make it really woke like i remember um and something that i disagree with and 
let me expand upon this before you start screen recording podcast girls. Um, so I remember Kim Cattrall said like, oh, they should recast Samantha as a black woman. And I understand what she means as in like, this is a huge big thing that people are content, uh, talking about that there wasn't a lot of representation. Now I would also argue that to, for Sex and the City to be uh, uh, kind of, because Sex and the City is a kind of show that is um, a reflector of waspy rich New York culture. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I think it, it's not it's not glorifying only white women being friends, but it's like that sometimes can be the reality. America is very segregated and wealth is very segregated. But anyway, I'll leave that there and you can think about that yourself. But I really don't want them. And also, I think uh, like Kim Cattrall saying that, I think also, um, you know, it, that it, it screams tokenism. Well, I was just about to get on to that point. Like also, I think that like if you're just going to like I'm all for like them bringing in like more like diverse because also I think that New York in the early 2000s was more waspy than it is now like New York probably is more diverse now there probably is more like you know um, mixed race friendships and like more access to wealth for like you know possibly even from rooted in tokenism like we see it with um you know brands like Glossier who is like they're rooted in New York and stuff like that like where they would always have like an Asian like they're dipping the toe into these kind of like tokenisms well, with culture I kind of more body. so mean like like if it's going to re- if it's going to be a show based on like four rich women friends in New York like I think that it wouldn't have been accurate maybe into the early 2000s for them to have like a tokenism vibe but now there probably is more of a diverse kind of um like access to or like dispersion of wealth in New York like the, it just in the last 20 mm. years that has happened but anyway um I all, I just find it so patronizing that like I'm like make a new character and give that to a person of color don't like do this fake ass shit of like we have to have it Samantha we're, like it's so disingenuous and so annoying for like a black actress to have to come in and like play a character that's been played by some white woman for years it's like make a new character say Samantha's moved to fucking Paris and they got this new fucking friend and they give, fought and give yeah. her give her bring the reality yeah. that actually would be interesting give if they, her like, they're this whole new character that is like a cool friend of well theirs. they did it with the movie which one? Oh, which uh, uh, Je- the Jennifer first movie. Houston yeah Jennifer Hudson she was like it was, or Hudson sorry yeah, she was like her assistant but I think yeah I get what you mean but I think like the, that whole argument of like cast Samantha as a black woman or an Asian woman it's like why not just make a whole new character a and ginger give, with one arm like what do you want but anyway but like, like, give, I th- it to, that's give it to someone who like at least give them the chance to make a new character I think it would like do a disservice to like the uh black actress if she did come on to be like here's a character that's already been played for years and like you probably are going to get a load of hate from it as well give her a whole new but also character. yeah i mean there's we no way samantha that would ne- that should never happen in any um and i i would disagree i do think we need samantha i think that she was the most but i wouldn't um, want it knowing what i know now Honestly, yeah, I would. I, I no, we needed her in the show, and like I do think the foursome. It was just like one of those beautiful moments in kind of television history where like, yeah. these women they were the most perfect har- characters. They just, you know, I think they. It just it was just momentarily amazing, and like a lot of those things, mm-hmm. just like we were speaking earlier about like iconic celebrity couples. Those iconic moments sometimes don't last because they're just yeah. like they're, with that comes they're ephemeral. like they're yeah. gonna like disappear. And I I know what you mean. Like as in like I think Sex and the City needs Samantha. Um, but I'm I, I'm happier for Kim Cattrall not to be in it than knowing she's forced because I could fi- I picked that up in the second movie. There was like I remember someone being like, "There's barely any scenes," but like Kim Cattrall and Sarah. They gave Parker, her shit lines. All her, her 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 whole character turned to shit. Really, in the last like the two movies, and not re- she wasn't great in the last season. Like it, we've talked about this, where we we actually did an episode uh, dissecting Samantha Jones, and we talked all mm-hmm. about like how I just really feel that they that you could really see they did the, the disservice. She was such an amazing character, and they just gave her like slapstick punchline sex jokes. They turned into a joke, totally, yeah. and they yeah. They, 
they didn't evolve her story, which must have been really boring to kind of have to play out. But I think, um, yeah, I totally agree with you, read the woke stuff. Yeah. Miranda, um, what's her name? Cynthia, Cynthia Nixon. Nixon in real life is very fucking woke. Mm-hmm. Remember she did that stupid video being like, they say we can't fight. Oh, everyone we loved blah, blah, that blah, video. Blah, I'm blah, so blah. It's like, I know people are tagging me and you love this one. I'm like, I couldn't get past 13 seconds. It's so patronizing it's when like, these celebrities come on to tell us how to be like, it's like, it's just so regurgitated. Yeah, it's like the yeah, fucking yeah. always out. It's like, we yeah. get it. We get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Girls can run and play sport. Yeah. Okay, fine. Great. Yeah. Woo, I can totally axe, you know, hammer just, a big piece of wood when I'm on my period. <laughs> Like, and it's always these, like, real masculine things. It's like, when are you hanging off the back of a fucking bin truck? Like, you know the way? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. always these... Uh, it's like, just so boring, and, like, we've regurgitated it. It's yeah, like, it's become a stereotype So she's super itself. woke. Kristen Davis, we haven't heard much of her. I think she um, adopted a baby, possibly, mm. um, as a single person. See, I think, like, no matter even the people, I just think that, like, because the biggest backlash over the past, like, even though there's been a huge regurgitation of Sex and the City, with that hand in hand has come so much, um, like people talking about how problematic it was so I think they're really going to do that fucking pathetic thing that all these show re- reboots do or new shows now especially. trying to cancel they're like, the, like damage they're, they're like, yeah, da- unquote, there's damage, damage control there's damage yeah. control they're like and then there's going to be a this and a that and like you know Charlotte's child will be mute and one of them will have autism it's yeah. just like okay you don't like you're literally don't make the show like fair enough you can you can obviously like organically bring in storylines that make sense and make you think like that's what Sex and the City did it brought in storylines about stuff that was never talked about like sex and it was brought in so organically and it was like true to the character but like it wasn't this is going to be like a one I say there's going to be like eight episodes and every episode's going to have some sort of like moral woke like undertone yeah and like, like what big will come out as boy Carrie's absolutely <laughs> fine with it it will be ridiculous but as well like which I can imagine them in the fucking boardroom and when we listen to that podcast um, just look up Sex and City on Spotify as a podcast yeah. Um, I listened to it and it was amazing hearing from the writers yeah. and how they would sit around in the boardroom like discussing and they would be howling with laughter because they knew how much they were pushing the boundaries yeah, like yeah, yeah. women speaking about anal sex and the way that they spoke about it and it was so sharp and witty and funny and you know and they were pushing it and they were like how are we going like they were trying to like get under the covers a bit but like being like how are we going to fucking get this on TV mm-hmm. this yeah. is fucking crazy and like now TV is flipped to the opposite where it's like they're trying to be so careful and not pushing things and not being provocative That's and everything like that. That's why TV is dying. I know, I'd never fucking switch um, on the box. Why podcasting is surviving. Lit. So I do think well, that... Well, podcasting like us where we, you know, say what we fucking want and aren't trying to mince our words or... Well, you can just careful. find what you want on via podcasts. You know, that way mm-hmm. you can find the perfect host. Um, but I do think I'm afraid of its wokeness and I'm afraid that... I, I really... speak Going back to the Samantha topic... Just to finish off, I, I'm cool with Samantha not being in it if they acknowledge it. I don't want a show where they're just like, Samantha never existed. It's so weird that it's a new show. It's really fucking weird. I, it must be something like legal. I guess I guess they're trying to... Pos- I, I kind of have an inclination that they're maybe trying to move past to sex. Because if Samantha mm-hmm. isn't in it, mm-hmm. Carrie, um, Sarah Jessica Parker refused to do any uh, nudity. Mm-hmm. Miranda... <laughs> Miranda's getting fucked. Miranda, Miranda was fucking naked. <laughs> Miranda I've seen was her tits more than I've fucked. seen my own. <laughs> Jenny and I always... Piss ourselves at Miranda sexy. Her hair is always erect <laughs> and sweaty. Like the makeup is so oh, good. Oh, it's so good. And her like glossy kind of balm. And she skin. just has those like, and like she's just so sexual. She's just like so sexual and like has those like like 
see-through nipples and like, and like the guy's like grabbing like, oh! <laughs> the guy's like grabbing yeah. her tits. I think she's always having it from behind always you can see so much of her pale I, skin her, like, she's an incredible actress because like her like sex scenes they're she so really realistic look like she can <laughs> she really does and then like after when she puts on that little silk kimono and she's like get the fuck out of my house I've got a meeting in the morning why are you having remember she goes to the guy um, who like loved to shower she's like sex isn't wrong oh, or something. Yeah. it's not dirty sex isn't dirty <laughs> like Samantha's were obviously so like ridiculous and kind of like and funnier and Charlotte's were always like there's like Venus coming off the rock. Yeah, like she was always like yes. flailing her hair. She always hair. looked beautiful. She always had negligee. <laughs> yes, and she had good tits. Yeah, she she yeah hers She's were always more bod. kind of like aesthetic. I love her body. Yeah, her bod's fat. She, and she looks her bod aged. I hate my well. thighs. Remember that? Oh yeah. Oh. And Samantha, the body positive queen, was the one who was like, "Oh fucking shut up." Yeah. <laughs> Like Samantha is, she was the kind of salt. She was the alleviation, the comedic like a uh, comedic break. Yeah, she was. Um, so it'll be interesting, and I would fucking pay money to watch Kim Cattrall watching the fucking show live. I that, know. That, if she could capitalize on that, if she made a fucking YouTube channel or something, <laughs> Kim Cattrall live reacts. It will be because I'd say, say when it's coming out. It's so annoying, but it's also annoying. It's like, have they even start? I hate when you have to wait so long. Like, I know have they they're even like started twenty twenty two. I know, and like it's all fucking COVID. I so am I looking they... forward for it, like to be modern New York though, because like that New York that they shot in was such a like specific time in New York, especially the earlier seasons. Like New York was still a bit gritty. Like New York has just changed so much in the last twenty years that I am mm. looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing like, I I, I just hope like. My biggest wish, and I, I know it's going to be woke, so I've accepted. I'm watching I've the accepted thing as that. we speak. I've really accepted the wokeness. There's no sound as well, so you can watch it without sound. I my, my biggest thing is I really hope that they don't take on some sort of like political angle. What, like they're talking about Trump? Trump. Oh, it's just yeah. like I don't care. You had Trump on the show. You also had a politician who you pissed, who wanted to piss. Like that was yeah. the funny. And, uh, and the funny, they had one hilarious scene when they're all talking about like the sexiest um, presidents. Yeah. And it's so funny. And then um, the voiceover, Carrie Bradshaw goes and there we were, four girls <laughs> talking about politics. <laughs> And I was saying she was like, oh, he'd have a big longer. And I was just like, that is so that was the beauty of Sex and City. It was like so ridiculous. I fucking love that line. And then there's another line when oh, um She's so proud. She's like, just four girls talking politics. <laughs> and then there's that other one when Samantha's at the party and um some guy they're talk they have like a political chat and yeah. like some guy's trying to talk politics to her and she's like I don't believe in parties. I, I don't believe in political parties. I just believe in parties. Parties, I love that. So, like, I do hope, like, that would be my main thing. Like, I'm okay. I can deal with the wokeness because all TV is woke anyway now. Totally, yeah. I can tune it but out. you don't want their characters to I change. I just don't want some sort of, like, and we, we're not talking to, like, Charlotte anymore because she voted for Trump. It's like, I please, he's gone. Can we stop talking? Like, I, Also, I, the beauty of Sex and the City was, and I de definitely think as an arc for women, mm. it was that, like, you can be intelligent whilst talking about like more effeminate things where like sex and yeah. fashion like there is high intelligence in all those yeah. things like there's history you and can make anything academic honey exactly baby okay so should we leave it here we've yes. been on an hour and a half girls thank you so much for listening delighted we'll be back to, to be back oh. thank you for all your messages about um, my COVID I'm sure you got a lot about the engagement <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> thank you all so much gals sign um, up to X gals yes. for the tea on the COVID and uh, the COVID-19 and the engagement. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, girls. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.